Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Chiefs Focus First and Ten show. We're here with JP and Caleb on another somber Sunday. I would start off with a bunch of cuss words, but I'm not even going to do that at this point. Not even worth it. How you doing, man? Um, I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing okay. You know. Uh, I have a lot to say. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going to let you go ahead because uh, I got a lot to say too, and I'm just going to let you ride with it. Okay. I'm going to say some stuff during the show that may be confrontational uh, from a football stance, and I know people may not agree with me, but I really think personally right now, what we saw is Spags needs to go. He did not adjust. He did not blitz. He did not change anything in the scheme. We have players like Jaron Reed show no effort. Nick Bolton, Tyron Matthew, Juan Thornhill, and I think Chris Jones for the most part, they showed some effort. Pretty much everyone else did not do anything. Willie Gay did some stuff too, but we had a select few that chose not to do anything. I don't know what's going on with the play calling. Um, I don't know if it's Andy or is it Bienemy, but they are trying to put him in a creative box when we've been saying for weeks this is not gonna help. And I'm at this point, it, at this point, from my opinion, it looks like this season is going to be lost. There's no way they're gonna get the number one seat at this point because they have lost to basically four teams who are basically going to win their division. So you're gonna be like six or seven seats somehow limping into the playoffs at this point. I don't know what they're going to do. Andy Reid does not seem like himself when it comes to the play calling out there. He's kicking field goals. Like, look, you might as well go ahead and throw the hell mirror or do something at that point. Why are you kicking a field goal down 27, no, 24, 27 to nothing? You're kicking a field goal. That makes no sense at the end of the day because you are trying to help build your team back. Also, Spags, and I know I'm jumping back and forth. They're going to throw a screen on third and long. Why did this not? I don't care. What I'm just going to say this, I'm going to let you run with J- JP, I'm going to let you run with this. But this just showed me, one, Andy needs to stop being buddy-buddy with the coaches and somebody got to go. I'm saying Spags right now because he has failed and he has legit failed to improve this defense. Beach, Brett Beach has failed this team as Finn said on our show three weeks ago after the Chiefs lost the Buffalo Bills. He overcompensated with the offensive line and look where it got us. Number three, Andy has to find better coaches and personnel that are going to help. They want to bring in players like Jalen Reed. They want to bring in players like Josh Gordon, but they're not working out. It's very frustrating. I don't know what to do personally, but from what I'm seeing is like, have these coaches lost a uh, ounce of trying to figure out what they're going to do? We have different things going on Twitter, man. I, and I, we're not, we're not going to get into that, but JP, I told you, hey, it's about to get bad on Twitter with these players. And we did, we're not going to go into it, but we just saw some examples right yeah, now. So yeah. all I'm going to say is, look, Andy, I don't know if he's lost the team, 
But Mahomes, somebody's going to have to do something because this team, cannot, it looks like they're not going to beat the Giants on Monday night. And I'm going to go as far to say is they're going to miss the playoffs the way they've been playing because this is pretty bad. I've never seen an Andy Reid team play this terribly before. It was like watching Alex Smith out there as quarterback. And that's saying something because Alex Smith during some games would act like the GOAT himself or he would be worse than Jamarcus Russell if we're just being completely honest looking at that 2017-17 season. And Mahomes is not being, has potentials not being used. Kelsey's not getting out of his breaks. Tyree Kill's not getting out of his breaks. Demarcus Robinson wants wants to play tap dancing and run backwards. Um, who else can I go? Daryl the Barrels only one plowing through people. Trey Smith can't wasn't blocking really well. Beach put all this money in the offensive line and they did not do anything to help. And to conclude my last thought, and I know I'm rambling, something has to change. Because there is no way this team should be playing this well as talent. Spags needs to figure it out or leave because team needs to be playing players like Armani Watson or Dorno Daniel. The defense looked a lot better without um, Anthony Hitchens in there. Nick Bolton showed up and showed out. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're right, 100%. I mean, I just kind of, and I'm going to get to it more, but that's kind of the pinnacle of what I'm feeling at this point. Oh, and you're 100% right. And Tyron yeah. Matthew has a right to be pissed off because these coaches, not saying coordinators or head coaches, but obviously they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing to help this team. Mahomes is looking like um, Nathan Peterman out there, bro. He's not yeah. getting no help. He's not. Like Nathan Peterman. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. People yeah. dropping the balls. This is not. This is probably one of the worst teams Andy Reid has had that's been coached because they are now three and four. They have the worst turnovers in the league. Mahomes has more interceptions than Zach Wilson of the Jets, who was just drafted by the New York Jets. That is pitiful. Yeah. That is pitiful. Yeah. Brett Beach obviously is a good GM, but he needs to figure it out because what the stuff he did made this team look terrible, and it's embarrassing. Yeah, it's and worse. Real quick, the Ravens fans who want to come after us have no one to talk because they got their behind spunk. They got their behind spanking by the Bengals. They just gave you one. So you guys can be quiet just, just as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, they're talking big shit about how great the Ravens are and they just got handed nah, their they asses. Got beat up. And I and I picked that. I said the Bengals were, I don't know if you got heard it, but I said the Bengals were going to be good this year. And yeah. they approved that this they year. Have. So the Chiefs, they may not even be the Bengals the way we're looking. Yeah, yeah. You know, here. I mean, I don't mean to go on a tangent, bro, but no, this you had to get out. No, it's it, and it's true. I mean, it's ridiculous. There's coaching issues, and then there's Ooh. player issues, and right now we have a little bit of both. But most of the problem is coming in from a personnel issue, and from what I'm seeing, it's it's and what I'm hearing, it's a personnel issue. Mahomes is feeling we've been, but JP, we've been saying this for how many weeks now? I know they have I not know. tried to fix anything, fix the problem. and that I is know. not good because if you're not going to fix the problem, it's like, um, huh, it's like a it's like a professional, like a you're owning your own food place, and you know. know there's a problem with cooking the burgers, but you're not doing to try to fix them. It, exactly. It's just very frustrating to see this team has so much potential and to see it go down the drain, just hurts me sometimes. But well, as I you, always tell people, you, you look look, at the Chiefs can only do so much. If they win this game, great. If they lose this game, oh, well, I still have to get up, go to work the next day. Regardless, exactly. that's why I don't put much stake into games anymore. I'm like, yeah. look, I got to see them win a Super Bowl. That's great and everything, but it's a week-by-week basis. They ain't going to get me to heaven or anything. That's true. And this is the first time that, you know, the Chiefs have not scored a touchdown since I think the 2016 season, if I'm not mistaken. Well, the Super Bowl. Uh, in the Super Bowl, I'm talking about regular yeah. season, yeah. Oh, and yeah, in the Mahomes era, they haven't had a teams or a game that. No, it must have been the 2017 season. 
um, because they haven't had a a game, a regular season game, they haven't scored a touchdown in. But mm-hmm. here, you know, it's it's quite obvious that there is a personnel issue, and I've heard this week in and week out, and I've told you this, and, mm-hmm. and I don't said care. On the show several times. Yeah, and I, and now I'm to the point where I don't care who gets pissed and who doesn't. It, you know, there's an issue with a coach. A couple of coaches. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into names, but there is some issues with a couple of coaches, defensive mainly, and they have caused problems for players. And from what I understand, one of them is finally done. And thank God he is. Um, it has caused turmoil within the, the locker room, within the defensive room. It's caused the brotherhood to not be so much of a brotherhood. Um, Mahomes' issues are stemming from. Look, I, I had. Uh, a little bit of a back and forth with the fan today that I think kind of might maybe have understood what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, he, I said, you know, the defense is playing like total trash and when they're playing as bad as they are, how do you expect the offense to react? Any offense is going to react the same way. They're in a hurry up. We got a score type of mentality and they're overcompensating. It, it's, it is what it is. And now I think it's a little different than the 2018 season because we had different weapons. We yeah. had different, you know, it was a different scenario. Nobody knew what we were doing, how we were doing it. Mahomes wasn't putting Michael Jack in the Michael Jackson bubble, and he was able to go out and do what he what he normally does. Now he's in the bubble, and today that bubble almost got him killed. And I hope they see that it's now. Not a po- Let me and I don't even interrupt you, JP. I'm sorry, man. But you said this hundred times. I'm gonna echo it three thousand more. Seven times seventy. Mahomes is not a pocket passer. You have said that. I have said that. He does not design to put in the pocket. What Brent no. Beach did was basically create a bubble. You can do that to an extent, but Mahomes is best when he's rolling around. Yeah. I don't know. I understand they're trying to keep him safe, but the, in my opinion, the more you keep in the pocket, the more he's going to get hit. We've seen that with Peyton Manning. Even Tom Brady, is some, the few times he's gotten hit, he's been lit up. Yeah. Dak Prescott's been lit up. You Matt saw what Ryan happened to him today. Yeah. I mean, Matt look Ryan's what happened to him. Up. Yeah. And it just shows you, like, look, you guys need to have a – you need to have a come-to-Jesus meeting and change your whole philosophy because we're having players right now showing no effort. A lot of them are. There's just a few on a couple of specific players that was like, what in the world is going on? Yeah. And it was just frustrating to see. It's like, look, Mahomes is a great player, but I don't know what Andy is doing. I, I don't it's, know. It's, it's compromising his ability I don't know, to I don't think. know if it's him, and I don't know if I specifically – I don't know if it's him – or be enemy doing the calls, but it's they need Andy. to figure it's not okay. Well, then one of them, whoever has the endpoint, needs to go ahead and try to figure out a way to change up the play calling. And I, I think I said that earlier when I was going on my tangent. But what we're looking at the end of the day is this talent is being wasted. Mahomes' prime is being wasted. This is turning into the 20, let's look early 2000, early 2000s, late 2010s, and well, early 2010s Colts, where they have a good year in some years that uh, the defense can't stop anything. The special teams isn't doing great. The the, the famous um, Dave Tobe uh, special teams has been nowhere to be seen this season. We've seen fumbles. We have seen holding calls. I mean, offensive line, though, dude. I mean, it just shows you time yeah. after time after time. This team lacks discipline. I think this is one of Andy's worst teams so far when it comes to discipline. They have all the talent in the world, but nothing is getting done. Well, I think a lot of it, and again, Andy has always been that guy that lets his coaches coach. And right now... I think I told you off air that he is in a position that he almost has to let his coaches coach for his own sake. And um, it's not working out in his favor. If you, as, as you've noticed, Andy's not animated. 
on the sidelines. He's it's select the, times he's animated. It's select times. Select times, but he's not his normal animated self. He's not getting upset. Mm-hmm. He's keeping himself very calm. There's a reason behind that. I'm not going to get into that, but there's a reason why he's doing that. Um, he keeps his personal life to himself, and there's a reason behind that. But anyway, uh, I mean, I, I hate you know how I am, dude. I hate getting into situations that I hear and then I don't I don't like to spread them all over the place but there's there's certain things that have to change and that are going to change um, within the personnel side of this and it's not a player situation it is a personnel situation mm-hmm. the one thing that Spags has a problem with is this depth chart bullshit that he has in his mindset exactly. he's got to get over this look he's acting if like you, Bob Sutton at this point he, is, he really is this he's old school Bob thing, Sutton where he doesn't want to change yeah, and this old school mindset of, well, because, you know, this guy is getting paid so, this amount work. of money and he's on this depth chart. And then you got a guy that's fifth on the depth chart. Then he shouldn't be put above the guy that's first or second on the depth chart. That's absolute bullshit. If you got a guy that is exponentially better than any, he, and he's on fifth on the depth chart, then play him. It's that simple. Dorian O'Daniel is, Dorian O'Daniel, Daniel is a better player. He should be out there I think playing. at this point, they're not going to let him play. Spags, I don't think so either. His mind after three years, you guys, he should honestly, Daniel Daniel is a Charles Goodman from Chiswire USA Today. You know, he came on our show thing Thursday. Yeah. He said he's kind of a short. I originally thought he was going to take over Sorensen's position because he's fast. I don't know why this man is still complaining of continuing to play special teams time in and time out. Why aren't you letting Armani Watts come in? I mean, you're wasting. Yeah, Armani, Armani's a beast. I don't know why they don't let him play. Well, well it just makes no sense why they're having these guys play basically special teams. It's like, look, you need to figure it out or something because you're losing the fan base. The players, I have a feeling that it's going to get pretty bad pretty soon looking at this week. We've already seen some blows on Twitter. I would not be surprised if there's any more. Tyron Matthews out there with a hurt finger. A hurt yeah. thumb, actually, as we saw yeah. what he said. And Ward was out so there hurt today, and he still and made some great there. plays. And Ward, you know, they, they, yeah, exactly. And they're doing some things, but it's just like enough is enough. Something, you know, has it's funny because change. the left side, if you look at it in your, you know, from, from, if you're looking at the left side cornerback wise, is with it, with the exception of Sneed on the right side, the left side is a hell of a lot better. And, I'm sorry, but Mike Hughes is not the answer out there. Well, I think they're not letting Baker play because his injury from last year. But I don't know, man. It, at this point, well, if I've it was me, positive. Mm-hmm. I have to. If it was me, mm-hmm. I'd be figuring out a way of getting Breezy back here. And I know of another. I know there, there's a reason why. Look, there is a reason why they kept that spot open on the 53-man roster, and it's not what somebody said on one of these. Uh, other guys, these you know, national guys, and you know the know-it-alls on Twitter said, um, "There's a reason why they kept that three fifty-three man uh, or that 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 fifty-three third spot open, I should say." So you said trade someone? There's no, there's going to be a player coming in, and um, I hope. and I believe that that's going to help, but and it's going to be on the defensive side. If it ain't Jesus, I don't know how it's going to help him at this point. Well, I think it's going to help to a degree, but remember, you know, this, the AFC right now is wide open. If they can make some changes, you know, anything can happen. You know, anything can happen. That's true. But again, this, we haven't beat a team with a winning record this year. Okay. That's pretty bad. That's That's pretty bad. Okay. That's number one. Other than Cleveland, 
I mean, I don't know what Cleveland's record is right now, but Cleveland was the only team we had beaten at the time. And I don't know what the record is now. I haven't even looked. But um, that was the only team that we beat that was a strong football team. And that was when we had our, all of our confidence. Everybody was playing up par, up to par. And it seemed like it seemed like everybody was together then. And then things started to go downhill. And it started to go downhill think, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Week two on has been bad. I'm sorry, but it has been. It's been, well, actually, I would say week one was pretty horrendous with Spags not making adjustments. Yeah. Now, and yeah. then we saw probably by the third game, the offense is having issues, which we've never really seen before. But exactly. they need to get someone, a phenomenal player that can help change this because if they can't get someone that can change the mood of this defense, I don't even know, go, know what's going to happen, man. But real quick for you, bro. Frank Clark, do you think it's time to cut him and move on? You can't cut I've him. Been on his, I have been on his side for so long, and I, I have, have not to. seen nothing. I have not seen nothing, and I think at the point they need to move on and figure uh, something here's out. Here's the thing, because though. You can't cut him, though. You can't. Brado, I mean, they got to do something, man, because at this point, here's I'm the not problem. trying to be negative. And I've I'm not either. Been, I'm on your okay, side with that. I'm on your side with that. I don't mean to cut you off. Number one, you can't. You're not going to find a team, a team that's going to trade for him for his contract. Okay, oh, yeah, that's, that's true. number that one. Number two, what are we going to do? Have a 37 million dollar dead cap hit? We can't have that either. So we got to figure out a way. Look, I understand the business side of this, and I get the fact mm-hmm. that you're paying a guy this kind of money, so you want him out there playing because you're paying him to play. But in the same aspect, if you're paying him to he's play not and he's not producing, anything. then you've got to find somebody that is going to produce and maybe restructures contract if he's not willing to restructure then there's other ways of getting him out of this this contract but it takes a lot longer to do it but just the, seems like go ahead sorry go ahead but in the same aspect it's 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 a that is a very tricky situation and it's a hard one because no one even veach or anyone else can predict the fact that someone's going to milk a contract the way he has and i'm sorry but that's what he's doing you think he is i do i do i think he's milking wow. the contract and i and i'm sorry but you know, for the longest time, I I was the same way you are. I, I defended him. I, I you know I know about his stomach issues. I know about, I mean I, in, in depth, and I told you what they were. Well, and, and they I, even tweeted it out last year, and they've been saying he has been having issues. So yeah, so I but mean, this this year here is a little different. Now it's one it, it goes from one quad hamstring to the next hamstring to this hamstring to that hamstring. It, it's weird that it jumps from the right to the left to the left to the right. It's just one thing after another, but yet he's just not producing. And, you know, we, we've only had seven, I think seven, now eight sacks on the year. On the year. We have, we're looking, okay, and I, I don't mean to cut you off, JP, and I'm sorry for all the fans, but I remember a long time ago, it was about 2012 or 2011, 2012, the Chiefs, was, the Chiefs were a terrible team. And I would watch every game that season. I was probably in two, four, fifth grade, maybe six. I remember seeing a, a graphic that CBS always shows and show the Chiefs are on pace to have the less sacks ever by a team. And- Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It was like, like 13. Yeah. This team is on that pace because they have no pass rush. None. No pass rush. And I can't really put it on Chris Jones because he's coming out there with a hurt hand doing what he can do. He got some sacks today. Frank Clark, though, man, he has not got no pressure off the edge. Mike Dan has showed some stuff. Uh, Wharton has shown some stuff. But we're just having guys that seem unmotivated. Uh, Jaron Reed, bro, like people were saying, we're not seeing what what is he. There's no pressure. So I'm just as confused as you, man, trying to figure out what is going to happen. And a lot Chris of it's Jones motivation. Has, I'm well, telling you. A lot of it's just motivation. Well, you know what, man? It it, uh, it just it just shows you what happens whenever a team doesn't win. What happens? And well, I that and, and coaching because this team is really good. Yeah. They, on paper, they're really good, but the issue we've run into is the philosophy or whatever you've been saying. We've been saying that the philosophy has never been the same. They're trying to put Mahomes in a bubble, and we have a coaching staff, specifically maybe Spags at this point, he's stuck in the depth chart mindset that does not want to change how things is. And I understand that's going to work sometimes. But look, I don't even, like if we were to trade for a linebacker, I don't really know how that's going to help. I say if you're going to bring someone in, you got to bring in <coughs> a tone setter, someone like a great, a great. But there's no way we're going to get someone like that. It just, I mean, yeah, it's going to be difficult. I hate I to, mean, I hate to say this, but this defense is has played a lot better. But the offense, I think this is going to be Mahomes' worst season of his career, possibly. If they can't turn around. Now, I said they would probably lose four games. And they're at the four-game mark right now. Yeah. So, unless they have some type of come-to-Jesus meeting and everyone can say how they feel. And they and, and Andy and them listen to their players and change stuff up the way that's it's supposed to change. Because as many people don't realize this, the coaches are there too, but the players are the ones out on the field. And if they can't execute and they have suggestions, you should listen to them. If they're not going to do that, man, we could lose on Tyron Matthew this offseason. And I love Tyron Matthew, um, but I have a feeling we're going to have a move similar to how Tyron Matthew and maybe, yeah, that Tyron Matthew, him being possibly not be signed. And as much as I want him to be here, bro, he doesn't deserve this. He does not deserve this. Because him, Thornhill, Chris Jones, these guys have worked all year, all year, and have got nothing to work out. The coaching staff has failed him, it looks like. Not saying who specifically, but I think everyone – Every position is to be blamed. Even on Dave Toe when it comes to the special teams and the fumbles. And, yeah, so that's all I'm going to say right there. Well, here's the thing. I mean, Tyron specifically said that he was here to build this, and he is. He's, he's here for the long mm-hmm. run. I believe him. My problem with this is, and I mean, I, God, man, it's so hard to keep my mouth shut. I mean, it really is hard to keep my mouth shut. Um, I hear you, man. It's It's, it's difficult. <laughs> I'm I'm right now it's like it's kind of how it was for me when I sent you a birthday gift and I wanted you to open it three days early that's mm. kind of how I am with this <laughs> I'm trying really hard to keep my mouth shut but I uh, I'm at a point to where I just want to open my mouth and just say what the problem is and to a degree I kind of have but I have a feeling uh, and I'll, I'll leave it at a feeling quotation marks. I think everyone's kind of set sorry go ahead, go ahead. Uh, there's going to be some changes within the personnel side of this. And I know everybody wants to blame Spags. Spags is a big part of this problem, but his problem is is his 
his unwillingness to move the chains. Change. Yeah, change. Yeah. yeah, and if he doesn't decide to make that change, then he's going to have to move on. I mean, we can't have another Bob Sutton situation in our hands well, where Andy's buddies with him. Thing, it's, that's what it's turning into, and I don't know, man. It's, it's at this point, it just shows me that the unwillingness to change and to bring in players who have been here at speed, try something new as just not come through fruition. And I am not a coach, but from what I've seen, and we've been doing this, JP, you've been part of the game for 20 plus years, and I've been part of the game as a casual fan that been diving into it, running this account for last, ever since Mahomes basically started his era. I have put a lot of time into learning about this team, learning about the different things, how everything works. And I have to say, man, you helped me learn a lot. And I owe a lot to you, man. So I thank you for that. No problem. But for what I've seen, it it seems like, like, and it comes to a lot of sports in general, you have people who are in positions of power who think they are right. And what ends up happening is the extent of everyone else suffers. And I can look for this hockey, baseball, basketball, GMs, coaches, and everything. And this is the time for the Chiefs organization, maybe even Clark Hunt, to look themselves in the mirror and try to figure something out. Because you know, down. Clark Hunt, Clark Hunt lets them do a thing. I always commend him. I may not like some of the stuff he's put out in the past here or there. Everyone's gonna have different opinion. But however, what I'm trying to say is maybe it's time for him to step in and see what he's doing. Because if you know, when Clark Hunt during that season they won the Super Bowl, when they went to Missouri Western and they had the train camp, there's a video of him saying, "Last year we almost achieved our goal. This year we're gonna do it." They need to have someone like him come into a tone stutter or someone. Get someone to speak with a team, man. I don't know. Bring in Bobby Bell. Bring in Trent Green. Um, I don't know. Bring in Jamal. Bring in someone. I mean, if DT was here, maybe. I don't know, man. But you know what I'm saying, bro? Gosh. Bring in someone that could talk. Huh? Sorry, what'd you say? DT would make a difference. He I mean, definitely... just bring in someone that could talk with them because they just don't look like the same guys. And I, I hope they can... I hope they can turn around. I really do. But I think they need to have one of the guys who was around this team from the beginning, what rides to like a Tamba to come there and talk with them because this just isn't the same team. It's just sad to see. Well, like I said, I mean, I think we're going to see some changes coming fairly quick. And I got a feeling this week there's going to be at least one change um, pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> um, there I go again. Um, anyway, look. The, the tone is set when I when I played ball the tone was set by it started off with egos egos change everything and I played with a couple of guys that had egos that just didn't end and I had no ego I was like this young punk kid that was scared to even walk up to some of the guys that I got to meet you know, I mean, you're walking up to a guy like George Brett, which was, in my opinion, the biggest asshole on the planet. And I'll say that to this day. Um, well, you're not the only person we've had that's told us that. So. Yeah. So and uh, but then I got to meet a guy like Frank White. That was the nicest man on the planet. And then a Bo Jackson, which was the nicest man on the planet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the guys that I got to meet during that era that didn't have egos. Frank didn't have an ego. Frank was not a guy that had an ego. As great as he was in his position and as a baseball player, he didn't have an ego. But then you have coaching, coaches alone, that some of them were horrible ball players, 
or may have never played ball, but because they were in a position of power and may have gotten somewhere with that team, their their heads swelled up. And then they felt like you know, their word was Bible. That has to go away. They need to humble themselves down and realize that what they have within their roster is a talented group of guys. They have a giant playbook. And something was brought up to me today that is rings true. We're playing the same. You know, we haven't changed really a lot within our offensive scheme, other than the fact that we put Mahomes in a bubble for the last three years. And that's stuff that has to change. You've got to, we've got a giant playbook. Open it up. Use it. Use the playbook for what it what it's meant for. Andy didn't write that thing to let it sit. And it just seems like they're doing vanilla offense from last year. They haven't really opened it up. They haven't opened just, it up. Like and that's a problem. They always start with the flea flicker to Tyree Kill to bust open the game. Yeah. Um it, change it up maybe and do something to where it looks like it, but it's actually going to harvest. I mean, it seems like they're just not doing what it's used to be used to be in there. And look, I've been a fan for many years. I have made a personal decision to say, regardless, they want to lose. My life goes on. They aren't gonna. They make my. If they lose, they make me happy. If they they don't, oh, I mean, sorry. If they win, they make me happy. If they don't, oh well. But I'm at the point where it's like this: either something's gonna change, or it's gonna be a big what, what if on Mahomes' career right now because he has no help. He has no help, and it's just frustrating to see because these players collectively are a great unit. They know what they're doing week in and week out. I don't know why. And here's another thing. You know, they brought Josh in for a reason. I've yet to see him get utilized. It's not, he can be out there. I don't yeah. know why they're not putting him out I there. Don't... It makes no sense. Um, Throw it up to him. I mean, just, I don't know. Yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense. You know, another, this was another game that I honestly thought that they were going to let Mahomes free and let him do his thing. And you saw what happened, you know, him sticking in the pocket and waiting it just a bit too long in the pocket almost got him killed. Mm-hmm. You know, about got his neck broke. Mm-hmm. And it's just not good to see. No, it's not. And it's sad. And, you know, one thing that was also brought up to me as well. Um, it would almost be good. Honestly, and I, as much as I hate to say this, it would almost be good to let Mahomes sit a game. And this is probably an unpopular opinion, but we're playing who the Giants next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Look, it may not be a bad plan, and it may be a bad plan. I don't know. But maybe for his own stability and mm-hmm. his own um, just reflection, let him mm-hmm. just sit, relax, and reflect on what's going on. I don't know. Okay. Um I, I don't know what else to say at this point, but I know that if they don't change things up and they don't start utilizing him to his strengths and let him do his game, he's going to get hurt. I said yeah, this three weeks ago thing, that he has been getting hurt and hit more than he's ever been hit before. And today was a product of exactly what I was talking about when he yep. got nailed and he got hit low and they should have called it below the knees. They should have called that first of all. And then the one above I can't really say a whole lot about that one because I don't think that was a dirty hit. It was just kind of a, it was a product of how you're going to slow down type of situation. 
-hmm. but the one below the knees they should have called that but again i mean those refs were called and what i didn't understand was is they called against um who's our rookie uh our rookie offensive lineman um trey smith Creed they called they called him they called trey smith on a holding call in a pile of 300 pound guys but yet they couldn't find in a wide open Travis Kelsey, they couldn't see the hold on him when the guy was yanking on his chest plate twice, two different times. And at so, this point, man, I understand Kelsey and them are mad, but at this point, I don't blame they you. Just, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I agree with you if they're grabbing you, but it's something my father has always told me, and he probably is listening to the podcast right now. Well, he'll probably listen to it later, but he told me this you have to always play above the rest. You put the game in the hands of the rest. They're going to get you every single time. We have seen this year after year with the Chiefs. Andy wants to be conservative. And look and look, and look what we have. Another game mm-hmm. just like this. You can't you can't do it, man. <laughs> and, and I feel like that's one thing. The Chiefs fans, they have never been pushing their foot on the gas. No, Chiefs players, it seems like, and it comes to Andy, they're not pushing it on the gas pedal. They're not bearing teams. And you don't have to use every play in the book, but you don't, but there's a way, how do, how do I say this? I know I'm rambling. I'm sorry, JP. No, you're but fine, from, man. From what I'm trying to say is a prime example. We wouldn't be in the Dolphins 31 to 13. They came back and they almost won the game. Yeah. You're telling me we could not bury this team last year? Just different things like that just shows me it doesn't seem like they understand what they're going to do at this point. It's, it's just frustrating. You're right. You're right. I mean, I mean Andy's got to get over that part of it too. I mean, I understand, I understand his level we of respect. Have respect. Yeah. There's we level respect, but Bill Belichick just put 50 up on the Bills. If we're just being honest, well, the, not the, the, Jets. the Jets. Sometimes you just gotta have to bear your team to practice stuff. You gotta make yourself better, just as make you have to make make yourself better as well. You do, and that's not making us any better by allowing teams to come back on us at the end, you know, the trash touchdowns and, you know. It, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. No. And that, I feel like that bend don't break defense philosophy has still kind of stuck with the Chiefs in a way. I mean, it kind of went away in 2019 uh, with the defense, but it seems like the attitude is kind of here, so we can stop them. Well, you know, that came from a certain beach, well, what Brett Beach should have did is got players that can help. He over gave too, over gave uh, he overreacted too much with the offensive line. You don't have to put that much into it. We need linebackers. I would say, however, I'm more happy with our position now with Nick Bolton and Willie Gay the way they played. We need edge rushers. We haven't really had one since Tabo Holly and Justin Houston. Brian Clark was here for a one-year wonder and was disappeared. Um, that's pretty much what we're looking at right now. It's like there was no. How do I, there was no reason to, for them not to try to target someone. I like the Josh Gordon move, but we haven't utilized him, so that's cap right cap right there that's being e- e- eaten up. If the Chiefs want to win, come back and get them to the playoffs, they gotta have to come to Jesus meeting. And if they can somehow do that and somehow show show up in the playoffs, it's gonna be interesting. But I'm gonna say this: I have a feeling that the Chargers will end up winning the division, yeah. but the Chiefs will somehow make it. And if the Chiefs can get into the playoffs and play well, I have a good feeling they will end up playing the Chargers in the AFC Championship game. This is my personal opinion because I'm not done with my team, but I'm saying at this point, you're here and the Chargers are here. So that's just showing you right now that you're going to have to make up some ground or you're going to have to win the the next seven games of your um, division. Or it's going to be a long season because these teams are not going to lay down for you. As we've seen, the Broncos aren't it. We told you guys after three weeks, like, yeah, they're going to win these three games. 
The Raiders are playing pretty well, surprisingly, still during their thing. I think they're going to falter. But the Chargers are the team that took the next step up and are pushing <clears throat> and know what they're doing. Well, they got their asses kicked last week, but I mean that it is what it is. I mean, they, you but know, Lamar they, and them got their behind kicked this week, so it's yeah. on any given Sunday. Yeah. But what from I'm seeing is that they're not out of it, but they've lost to four teams that are probably going to win the division. Yeah. That's not good. That's seen. That's similar to what Tom Brady had whenever they were in the 2019 season. Yeah. They had their division lead, and they am losing a game to the to the Dolphins, and that yeah. ended up putting them to like playing a wild card weekend. I yeah. mean, we're in this potential area right now. Mm-hmm. So be prepared for three, four games. The only good thing that we've got going for us right now is it seems like all these teams that are, you know, these potential division winners keep losing. And every time they lose a game, it just keeps us in the hunt. And mm-hmm. that's always a good thing. You know, I mean, you know, we're right now, I think we're two games back behind each one of those guys right now. So mm-hmm. maybe three behind one of them. But, um, you know, we can – we can we can come back from this. We just have to get. The, oh, we can. We, we got to get the person. Can. Yeah, we just got to get the personnel straight and and get this stuff going. And 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 Mahomes has got to be let out of his bubble and just and they got to get Gordon out on the field and 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 let him do his thing. He's more talented than anybody gives him credit for. And I don't know why he's not out there. I really don't. I don't get it. I, I'm I'm pissed that he's not out there. Um, in fact. I, he showed that he could actually play in this offense. I mean, his first play was a a play that wasn't designed for him, but he made himself open for Mahomes to make a make a great inter, uh, a great reception. So, why we brought him in, I don't know, because we're still using Robinson. We still got Pringle did a good job today. He went up, and made a great grab. Um, I don't know, Robinson. He's hit or miss he again still, he's still tap dancing though running back and I forth know. man i mean I know. you know what i'm saying he's he's doing you know what uh how uh, uh not deon sanders dante how he'd be like moving around his feet tap yeah dance, dante, dante had the speed dante no but it seems like pringle is doing that it's just not working it's no. just not working no it's not so it's just got to change it's got to change quickly i mean this is where it where it we're at the end of the ropes i mean we, we really are we we don't have time to play games anymore it's it's time to make changes and the change actually should have come two three weeks ago but yeah i don't at this point if they want to figure it out they're gonna have to have a come to jesus meeting figure out what's gonna happen bring in some new players at this point i don't see that anyone's gonna really want to come here i mean we wanted whitley merciless but what really could he have done during this game i know people wanted me, a couple players from the Cowboys. That didn't work work out. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think what it comes down to in the day, man, is these people got to band together and figure it out. I've always been a Chiefs fan. I always like them. But it's just, I'm ne- I'm not one to bash the bash the team. But I've... So I'm not I'm not one to bash the team, but I will speak my my in a appropriate standing because from what I've seen, this is just frustrating. I know the players spilled it, and JP, you know something about me, man. Before you came on with us, bro, what was something that we were we were always as an organization? What was something that I and the guys I was running with originally? What would we always do? Just straight up. I mean, everybody was just honest. I mean, honest. But yeah, and we were we were always player friendly because we player friendly, what they were yeah, going through. Player friendly. I mean, because I mean, yeah, I mean, and that's why, you know, that's one of the things that drew me to Chiefs Focus mm-hmm. as well is that because I was in that same position. I've always been player friendly. I've always, I've known a lot of players and I knew what they went through. I was out on the field with those guys and watched them. I listened to what the coaches said. I listened to jack off GM say things to them and, and it was like you know, I, I understood what these players went through and mm-hmm. uh, it was, that's what drew me to Chiefs Focus. And, and so now we're together on this whole thing and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 a good thing. And, and we need to make sure that, uh, God, um, I mean, just, I'm not gonna bash a player, but I will say how I see it. Yeah, exactly. What I've seen. But yeah. I will always say this, we don't know what they're going through, but they have to figure it out as a team. That's one thing I'm confident that Mahomes and Tyron can, and Chris Jones can bring this team together at this point. I think so, too. I really do. I do. And I think that you're going to see some changes coming and and hopefully more I'm hearing comes to fruition and it happens. But uh, uh, I, I can't see it not happening, to be honest with you. Um it, it has to happen. I mean, it is, there's no two ways around it. There's, there's a couple of issues that are going on that have to be alleviated. And once that happens, then I think things will turn around. Um, Mahomes is in a slump. He's mentally in a slump. And I think just as a team, they're not playing well. The team's not playing well. He's stuck in a position he doesn't want to be in. And he's not comfortable in, I should say. And he knows it. He broke it free last week. He played straight up the way he normally plays against every team. It doesn't matter if they're a winning record team or not. And he did very well in that second half of that Washington game because he played his game. And then right back to it again this week where he was trapped, stuck, trapped, stuck, mentally out of it because he's seen the writing on the wall right off the bat. And it was like, you know, like I told that guy on Twitter today, you know, everything filters down and at some point it mentally affects you. Mm. And when you know that you're struggling, you're, some of your offensive guys are struggling and then you're kind of trapped in your own little bubble. You know, you can't fix everything the way you used to be able to. Your defense isn't really helping. Not because of so much the players as it is the scheme then your mindset goes downhill. And I can see it in Kelsey's face. I can see it in his face. I've never seen Mahomes look defeated. I've seen mm-hmm. it. It's like the, everything he does is just not enough. Yeah. And this it year is, I've seen it on his face. Yeah. I've seen it on his face more this year than I've ever seen it. And 
it's it's depressing it's it's horrible to see i don't want to see him look like that i don't want it to affect him long term and i don't think it will he's too he's too much of a he's very headstrong and he's very competitive and i think he will figure it out on his own but i do believe that he needs just like everyone in this world needs help to figure it out and it's not going to happen with headstrong egotistical personnel I'll put it that way. That's all I got to say about that part of it. I hear you, man. I hear you. It's, a, it's frustrating it to see. And I think this is the first time we've kind of had our breaking point. Well, me probably first time more, really, because you just speak it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this just kind of showed us is like, look, there's nothing we can do. But these are issues, and it's just frustrating because we've been saying this for a long time, and I'm pretty sure the listeners know what we're talking about because we've been writing about so many different things on our show, also tweeting it. So just to see stuff like this happen, it, it's just it's just frustrating. Yeah, it yeah. is very very frustrating to see. So, well, let's get to these questions, bro, because I'm All sure right. we got a plethora of questions. Oh, got pretty, quite a bit. The first one's from Kevin Mock. I'm not for sure if this is a question, but let me just read through it. <laughs> I'm, gotta, I'm not for sure, man. He got to divide into two tweets, so I think he really just <laughs> telling us. I'm looking at the off season right now and looking at our schedule. We're not going to be playoff bound, so can we restart Mahomes' contract and blow up the entire structure? Keeping our cornerstone to get rid of his bags. He's like, he's the he's DC like the Giants last few years. I think the DS turned a corner game. They just got outplayed on the play on the play count. Do you do you think too much money is tied to Mahomes? Is the reason why we couldn't capitalize on the recent free agents? All right, Kevin, thank you for the question. You kind of have a lot in that, but I Jay. I will figure it out for you, man. Um, when you first look at it, I think this team can still somehow make the playoffs. They're probably going to make it as like the seventh seed. Six, seventh seed. There's no way they're going to win division unless the Chargers just have a bunch of injuries. Mahomes' contract is able to be moved around lucratively. It's a contract that can move around year to year if necessary. When it comes down to it, I think what's going to end up happening is that he might restructure, but at this point, we as fans thought we're going to get creatives and we're just not getting them. And I think that's just due to the money situation we're in right now. Right now, Veach is trying to juggle a bunch of different contracts, trying to make sure stuff is extended for certain periods of time. And he's also trying to figure out where we're going to be at next year with the cap. So I don't think Mahomes is really going to restructure. It's possible, but I think what we should do is just sit back and wait because there were seven games this season. But there are still nine games left, I believe. I think it's about like nine games left in this season. So we can see what's going to happen. So I'm not worried. But I think when it comes down to it is that they're going to try to bring some free agents if possible. But to answer your next part of the question, I think Spags might need to go, especially after the season, if it continues to get worse than this. And we're already at pretty low rock bottom right now. Yeah, it, I don't think it has anything to do with Mahomes' contract. I mean, his contract was team-friendly as, as well as player-friendly, but more team-friendly. And it can be moved around for 10 years, nine nine to the 10 years, actually. And there's an option to move even deeper than that. So uh, it really has nothing to do with his contract at all. And that's not – I mean, really, there's teams out there that have, you know, a dollar left in their cap space right now. So – it, it's really not a matter of that. We we have roughly $10 million, I think it is, in our cap right now. And we can easily extend that right now if we if need be. Um, we, you know, two years ago, we were the team that everybody wanted to play for. 
right now. JP, I'm gonna be sorry, JP. Huh? I don't mean to interrupt you, but I feel like we never got that as a Chiefs, like Tom Brady got with that with the Patriots. We did for I a while. Like I don't know, man. I'll be honest with you. I feel like we really haven't gotten that treatment because I've seen a handful of players not come to the Chiefs. Not saying it's because of Beach or Mahomes' fault, but I feel like we haven't really gotten that treatment as we all perceived it to be. Well, I think we did to a degree because there was players that could have gotten money, more money other places, and they decided to come here. There was players that got offered more money to play for their current team and traded to us. But... Or they got offered the same amount of money to stay where they were at, and they decided to come here. But in the same aspect, we're not playing to our ability right now, so that detours players to some degree. And then, of course, they go backwards and they say, "Well, if you want me to come play for you guys, then we want the bigger checks." But that has nothing to do with Mahomes' contract, because to be honest with you, he's not being paid that much right now. So it's not a matter of that. I think the highest paid player this year on our team is Frank Clark, if I'm not mistaken. I think his, he's got the bigger chunk of the money this year. So uh, it, it's not a matter, you know, and I don't even know if it's so much, you know, with Spags, I think he just needs an attitude adjustment or I guess a, a, I don't even know if it's an attitude more than it is a, um, I think he needs to come into the 21st century and realize that it doesn't matter where you're at on the depth chart. If you can play, you can play. And if he can do that and utilize the players that he has, which he has some phenomenal players on that team that just sit like a Juan Thornhill that sat for three, four straight weeks, five straight weeks um, over petty bullshit, then things will change. But there is some personal issues that need to be worked out. And I think this is finally coming to a head. I don't know. I, I'm not going to say it's all spags because it's not. It's um, a team effort. It's everyone. It's it everyone's is. fault at this point. It is. Um, but th- as far as the coaching staff is concerned, it's not all spags. Um, there's, there's a couple other coaches involved in that within that defensive side that have been an issue. And I'm probably overstepping my bounds, but I'll leave it at that. Um, so yes, they can turn it around and yes, they can, you know, you never know. I mean, they could turn things around and win seven straight games. You just don't know with this team, but it's just a matter of everybody coming together and doing what they need to do and, and getting out of this bubble effect and the vanilla offense and opening up the playbook past page three and doing what they need to do to win. And if, when they do that, things will change. And I'll put a lot of it on the enemy too, because he's the one out there calling the plays right now. It's not Andy, it's the enemy. So he's the one that is calling these plays. He's the one that's dialing them up and they're not working. It's that simple. When Mahomes is let free and he calls the plays and he's out there doing what he wants to do, works out pretty freaking well. So I'll go with that. Good man. The next question is from Brentley Palmer. How does this get better? Spags is stuck in his way. He just got, he's just going to say they did a good job of limiting um, Henry. And then Andy is going to say, this is on me. I have to, I have to do better times yours. It's a terrible rendition of Groundhog Day. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I had to believe out a couple of things he said because they weren't appropriate. But I think he is right that Spags is stuck in his way. They have to change it. It kind of gets tiresome hearing Andy saying we need to change it. 
it's on me. I mean, that's only the fan base is getting tired of that at this point. So, well, the coaches, oh. <laughs> the coaches are always going to say, you know, especially Andy because he's a stand-up guy. He's always going to say it's on me. I mean, he blames everything on himself, and um, it, it is what it is. But he knows it's not on him because he allows his coaches to coach. So, um, I. Andy's going to probably have a long conversation again with these coaches and hopefully things turn around. And if he does, if it doesn't turn around, I don't think he's going to make the same mistake he made with Sutton. I don't think he's going to keep uh, it around. Yeah, that wasted some years of development. It did. And you can't waste that now with a, a Mahomes. You can't. You can't. You can't waste careers because, you know, you had Alex Smith at 33 years old. You can't have a 26-year-old phenom waste his career because of a Bob Sutton and a defense that just doesn't want to help or whatever the case may be or even an Eric the enemy that can't turn the page in the playbook or think outside the box or whatever the case may be Andy is yes the head coach of the team he's the one that wrote that big thick playbook but he realized like they're not using it. They're not, they're using not, it. they're not using it. And it that's just seems part like of it. they're saying that, okay, we're going to bring a player in. Oh, they don't understand the playbook. Well, why are we even using that as a, um, a thing to do a criteria if we're not even going to get that, to get that to our own players. Yeah. So I, at this point, I have no idea, man. I don't either. And that's right, the thing. If you're going to use a vanilla, if you're going to use a vanilla offense, then use the player that you just brought in and put him in that vanilla offense. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. that's simple. So, mm-hmm. um, the next one is from K. Mullins, 38,632. Explain what happened. How do you as a player account for this? What's the next step? How does a team recover from this embarrassment, lack of effort? Um, K. Mullins, I think just everything we said on the show, they have to have a come to Jesus meeting with themselves and figure out what are we going to do in order to help make this team better. I have a feeling things are going to change. I'm always an optimistic person. I'm not going to bash the players, but I call it as I see it. I think in the end of the day, they will figure it out, but this will depend on the coaching staff because the players can only do so much. They're doing what the co- coaches tell them to do. And if that's not going to work, sometimes it just struggles. I yeah. think your probably your answer basically echoes what I just said. Yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, you know, they're not out there making their own plays up. So, you know, they, they, they're, they're, they have assignments and, you know, Tyron said something last in a tweet a couple days ago and some guy, so, well, it looks like Tyron was out there, didn't know what the hell he was doing. And well, he was saying the defense is, yeah, yeah, you're not, you're, you're right. Yeah, you're right. and Sorry. Tyron knew exactly what he was doing. He actually broke off the play and went after it as soon as he saw the spread. So, I mean, that's pretty intelligent on his part because it was an all-out blitz. And it was an all-out blitz because I watched that play on on all 22 and I thought, okay, that's an all-out blitz. Tyron broke, broke off and he did what he had to do to try to make a play. So... Normally, in a perfect world, you cover your man and everybody covers their man. And as long as the plays read correctly, then the plays stopped. But you still have to, and if you break off, and here's the thing, if you break off your play or off your man and you get whiffed, then your coach is all over your ass. Or if it, it, it ends up in a touchdown situation. So you're, you're, you're it's like you're fighting it's a double-edged sword. So you have yeah. to, you know, you have to trust the process to a degree, but then also you have to trust your instincts. So there's a fine line between both sides. And mm-hmm. most intelligent players will know that fine line, you know, like a Tyron. He, he's very intelligent. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong, man. You're not wrong. The next question is, how does Mahomes start limiting his turnovers? How uh, does Mahomes limit his turnovers? Well, <laughs> get a, getting the hell out of the box. Mm-hmm. Starting to um, play his game. You know, they're, they're, they're covering him in a situation that they're putting him in a situation that he is not playing his game. And also the wide receivers aren't, they're not used to this. I said this before, when you spend three years watching a quarterback roll out of the pocket, buying time, you open yourself up for him. You come back to the play, open yourself up so you can make a play and you make that play. And then all of a sudden that's gone. And you got a quarterback that's standing in the pocket, moving forward, moving backwards, moving forward, moving backwards. You don't see it as well. The wide receivers don't see it as well. They can't see his eyes. They can't see his movements. They don't see his hand gestures. So then it limits what he can do. So the ball is either going to get intercepted. The ball is going to go in the dirt. The wide receiver is not going to be able to see what's going on. And it creates interceptions. Mahomes is better on the run. He he makes more, he makes better balls or better throws vertically, horizontally. Uh, I mean, I, I've never seen anybody throw a ball left-handed better than him for a right-handed guy. But to limit him the way they have is causing a lot of this problem. And the wide receivers are not used to this. Again, I've said this over and over and over again. Even, and after I said it, weirdly enough, you know, even some of these large big time guys out there that played the game said the mm-hmm. exact same thing. You know, that, that nobody's used to this. They're used to him buying time and being able to roll out of the pocket. He uses hand gestures and his eye movements and his shoulders to, for wide receivers and they see it and they get open and he buys time that way. Nobody can see that behind a line of 300 pound dudes. Yeah. So, and he doesn't have the time frame to be able to get the ball out. So yeah, he's, I mean, and today was a great example. He stayed in the pocket a half a second too long and almost got killed. This has got to stop. It's that simple. He I rolls agree. to the right. That's what he does. That's his go-to move for the most. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. He has rolled to the left a lot, but he likes to roll to the right. 
either way, whatever he decides to do, he stepped up in the pocket. And I, I specifically remember a play, and I actually put it out on the Chiefs Focus page, where he came to, it was almost like a perfect, we called it the toe drag, the, the um, toe drag swag, because he came to the line of scrimmage and drug his toe when he threw the ball. And it was a mm-hmm. perfect pass for a touchdown to Kelsey. You remember that? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. And that's the kind of stuff that he knows how to do. And he didn't get injured. He didn't get hurt. He didn't get hit. He didn't get his head torn off. But now he's getting his head torn off. He's getting hit. He's getting buried, throwing interceptions, balls in the dirt, throwing the ball away, sacked. I don't know what else I can say to make this change. And the coach, if the coaches don't see it, then I don't know what the hell to tell them. I mean, one coach in particular. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I agree what you're saying, man. It's just frustrating. At this point, it's very frustrating to see. I think what it comes down to, you're basically uploading the same sentiment as me. They need to figure out a way and let him, let Mahomes play his game, basically. Yeah. When Mahomes, when they basically in the 2018 season said, Mahomes, here you go, we'll let him unleash because the defense wasn't good. He was able to show up and show out. Um, there's going to be a question later of people, uh, people asking, well, has Mahomes been figured out? No, he's being limited. And I think that's more of the issue because exactly. we see him make spectacular plays. He's being limited. No one is figuring him out. Okay, you can put two cities over the top. But the issue is, is that they're not adjusting that until the third quarter on the third drive yeah. when they're already down by three touchdowns. You need to adjust that after like maybe the first quarter or maybe earlier. Yeah. So yeah. I think when it comes down to it, what can we do? Yeah. So um, the next question, a couple of these are just repeats. Um, what should we do with Orlando Brown moving forward? I think this is just a bad game. Let's just give it time. I think he can still do his thing and help us become a better team and push through. But I think let's just give it time. We traded for him for a reason. There's going to be bad games. That's all I'm going to really say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, you know, there's one guy that's been in the waiting, and he's healthy, and he said he would come back at any point, and he plays on the opposite side. But, you know, there's a Mitchell Swartz out there that's ready to come back and play at any point. So if we need him, he'll come back for very minimal money to come back and play for us if we need him back. You think he's going to help? I think he would he because saw he, what he did when he had a security blanket, he struggled. Yeah, well, I think he might LDG. be a little bit. I think he could help. I think he could help a little bit. Um, I think he knows the system, and I think he, you know, he's he's you know he's had that time off and he's healthy. Although the difference is, is he's lost weight, and looking at him, he's that's, lost a lot of weight. So yeah, I don't know if that's going to up that much. Exactly. So I don't know if that'd be helpful, but. He did say that he wouldn't play for anybody else but the Chiefs. So, um, oh, yeah. you know, that which is cool. But anyway, I think Orlando is going to be fine. Remember, this is his first year in this system, and and he just had a bad game. For the most part, this is a top five offensive line. So it's ranked top five in the league, you know, or it was after prior to this week. So I'm not complaining yep. about the offensive line. Um, I think it was just a bad day. I mean, and the fact, again, I agree. Mahomes is standing there. So um, he just had a bad day. Mahomes had a bad day. Um, it, it, it is what it is. He had a rough day. You know, I mean, he got hit. He got, he fumbled, you know, he lost that ball and he lost it right when he was tucking it. And the guy, was, it was perfect. It was actually a perfect, perfect hit. I mean, he hit him and hit him with, he wrapped him with one arm and took the ball out with the other right when Mahomes was tucking the ball in. So that was perfect technique on the defender side. I'm not going to take that away from him because it was. It just is what it is. So. Yep. 
Anyway. You're not wrong, man. Uh, the next question is, why did the Chiefs pick up Gordon just not to use him? Set continuity to throw to guys like Robinson and Hardman. If we're being honest, Hardman is more the future. I don't think Robinson's going to be here next year. No. And I agree with you, uh, Turner. I think that's what your name is. Sorry, man. Um, I think when it comes down to it is they should use him a lot more. I mean, we've seen him in the past. He can go up and get – he can go up and uh, track balls. And I think that's very perfect for our offense. But we haven't really been using him. I am convinced you can use him in a way that's going to help. But it seems like they just keep putting players over him. I don't know if it's the playbook is too hard as we've been told for many years. Like JP has said, this is a Stephen King novel. So I think when it comes down to it, it'll be interesting to see how it moving forward. But Well, you know what? I don't want to cut you off, but that's kind of bullshit ahead, too. I, I, the playbook is very hard. It's a very hard playbook to understand. But we're not using utilize Eric. The enemy's not u- utilizing that playbook to its full potential. So, and Josh, Josh is an extremely intelligent individual. Oh yeah. So, he's. I guarantee you, he could go out in this bullshit that we've been playing, and this vanilla offense that we've been playing, and go out there and, and snag balls all night, all day long. I don't know why he's not out there. I don't get it. This is some kind of, I don't know what it is, but this is another problem that needs to be addressed. And I agree with him. He should be out there playing more. By this week, he should be playing more. By week eight and nine, he should be across from Tyreek all the time. I'm sorry, but that's where he should be. Yes. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah, I agree, man. It's it's a a frustration. Um... uh... Can't do that question. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so is Robert B said just talk about Nick Bolton. So uh, we're gonna do some for you, Robert. We're gonna talk about Nick Bolton for a little bit. Love JP, Nick Bolton. JP, how impressed are you with Nick Bolton so far? Man, seasoned <laughs> veteran style play. This guy brings it on every single down. And he you can tell this guy is watching film, he lives and breathes film. He lives and breathes the game of football. He has come out and played so well in every game he has been in. Yes, has he missed a tackle or two? Who hasn't? But, but he was Christ actually a linebacker sake. that can push through and get oh some tackles. Oh, my God, like, man. Wow. Dude, <laughs> I was like, just... man, this man is coming after Henry with a vengeance. Oh. I mean, him and Thornhill did not care today, no. if we're being honest. No, they did not. And you know what? Let me tell you something. If and I'm going to say this straight up. If it wasn't for Bolton and if it wasn't for Thornhill, Henry would have had 175 yards. Easy. Those guys put the clamp down. Mm-hmm. They put the clamp down. Those two dudes there, when Thornhill should have been in there week one, week two on, and Bolton just to me is one of the best in the league right now, in my opinion. The dude is a beast, a rookie beast. I, I that was one, in my opinion, the steal of the draft. I don't know what anybody else wants to say, steal the draft, right there. So I agree. I think Nick Bolton just showed us we have a future. We have the next Derek Johnson. So I that's who we have right there. That's exactly who we have. Uh, the next question is from Henry Matthews, and his question is: Longtime listener show is Brett Veach is still at the trade deadline, looking forward towards next year. Um, I have not seen Brett Veach make a move at the deadline yet, and I will be surprised if he does at this point. If we're just being honest, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, 
I think there's one move to be made. I don't know if it's going to be a trade or it's going to be a free agent. I think there will be a trade um, from what I'm hearing, but a lot of it, again, a lot of it's going to depend on, look, desperation moves never get us anywhere. And teams right now are going to be asking for everything because, um, because um, they know we need them. So they're going to ask for everything. Uh, I'm not big on giving up a bunch of draft capital, you know, unless it's at honestly. At this point, though, can we get someone? I'm not saying we're going to get Aaron Dahl, but can we get someone who's maybe a mini mini guy like him that can push through? We probably could. I mean, there's one guy in particular that I would love to have, and I'll say back at this point. Oh, I know and, exactly what you're talking about. And that could happen. Um, and if it does, uh, that would be a tremendous help. Tremendous help. Um, money reasons caused him to not be here. And if he comes back, uh, that would be a huge help. And if we can get that, make that happen, then whew, that would be great. Um, and hopefully it can. And he can step right in because he knows everything about this, this defense. So hopefully, hopefully that can happen. But I think there is going to have, there's something that's going to be, ha- that's going to happen. Um, I do believe yeah. that. So we'll, we'll just have to I see. But I agree with you. You want to wrap it up to one more question before we yeah. go? We got a bunch yeah. of retweets. Yeah. Um, I see this. Okay. This is an interesting one from Michael. Where do I start? My primary question would be what, what has happened to the team that we saw a few years ago to now? Have they been figured out or is this something internally that we don't know about? Weird. I don't expect a Super Bowl appearance to every year, but be competitive. I think Michael brings up a very good question. That's something we alluded to on the show every single week, basically, at this point. But, yeah, we don't want them we, – we want them to go to Super Bowl, but what we've seen is they're not being competitive. They're losing the teams who either are equally good to them or just as good. And I think in the past, we put the Chiefs on a pedestal, and we're just now seeing what really happens if a GM or a coach makes a bad move, how – Terribly, it can derail your season. So what I would say to you, Michael, is just keep the faith. And I have a feeling this team can turn around. There is, I think, nine games left in the season. Not nine or maybe ten. We have, we have ten games left in the season. Yeah. I think the Chiefs can uh, figure it out. But that's a that's a great question. I mean, this is the team. Even the team will oh, I feel like we wouldn't have lost that bad if we're being honest with Alex Smith. So. Yeah, this is an internal issue. This isn't a player issue i mean to a degree it's some player issue but um it's a personnel issue it's a, it's an internal issue that needs to be fixed um i've said that for the last what five shows i guess and they've yet to fix it it sounds like they're getting ready to um i don't know when um one i heard may come up soon one maybe at the end of the season but this is definitely an internal issue if they want to salvage this season at all they better figure out a way of limiting these internal issues or limiting those, the participants within that issue. And, um, how should I say this? And, uh, and move forward. I guess I should put it that way. Mm-hmm. Also utilize the players that they have that they know can play. I mean, you've got players that are hungry that know the system, that have been within the system, that are standing there dying to get out on the field, mm-hmm. and they can make a difference. 
especially on the defensive side of the ball. And you have also offensive guys that can play as well, and they're not being utilized. I think that is a big problem. You know, when we had Sammy out on offense, when he was out there, he was a great distraction. He even said it himself. He was a distraction for Tyreek and for Kelsey. We have a guy out, you know, that's not only a distraction, but has phenomenal hands and is fast and it can bowl people over and he's not being utilized. And in this crappy ass vanilla offense that we've been running for the last six weeks, we should be able to utilize this guy now, especially this is his third seat, third week with us and Josh. So I was told he was going to be more involved in this game. You would think he would be. I don't know what happened. I don't know what went backwards. Because usually when they tell, when they say something like that and they tell me that, it usually comes true. And in fact, they told me how many times, in fact, I told you and it came exactly right the first two times. And then this time it was just when asked backwards for some reason. I don't know if this is a, well, in fact, I know where it's coming from. I just don't know why they're doing it. And I don't know if this is a ego thing or if it is a, I don't know what it is. It, to me, it feels like an ego thing. That to me, um, an ego thing and a depth chart thing. That's what it feels like to me. Yep. And that's got to stop. If it doesn't stop, it's never going to, we're never going to get anywhere. And if these coaches think that they're above everybody else, they're fucking wrong. Cause they're not. Andy says one thing every single time he brings someone in, every time he has an OTA or whatever the case is, check your ego at the door. He needs to tell these freaking coaches to do the same shit. Check your freaking ego at the door because it's not getting us anywhere. Andy doesn't have an ego. He just doesn't. Andy's one of the most humble guys on the planet. That's he's why been players th- love him. Yeah, he's been through it. And, you know, you'll hear some people say he has an ego. That's bullshit. He doesn't. People can say what they want. He doesn't have an ego. I've never heard other than somebody that's ne- a couple people that have never met the man once say he had an ego. But everybody that I know that's met him said he has no ego. I have not yet been able to meet him, but I hope to one day. Um, I know the vice president of the Eagles, and to this day, he says Andy was the guy without, with the, was just the kind, most kind-heartedest person and the most humble person he'd ever met. So it just is what it is. Yeah, you know? it is. It is. But Ooh, um, a, that was an interesting show. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, and as, weirdly enough, I, I stay calm. Um, I don't know what happened. I mean, I was the one that was kind of letting it go. <laughs> I know, and I was, I'm kind of glad you did because I was at a point of, you know, it was so sad because they actually switched the game. About there was like six minutes left, five minutes left, and they actually switched to another game here. Oh wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, they switched to another game because. I live up north, and they were still playing the game, and we have a tornado warning, so I was just looking out the window watching the game, trying to figure out, okay, what's going to happen? And I was like, well, it is what it is. So, Yeah, they just completely shut it off. They figured out this shit's over with, so they just shut it off and went to another game. And that's when I, I think it was the – I, I, I don't know who it was. Atlanta? Somebody, I don't know. But um, then I saw the ticker at the bottom showing the Ravens getting the shit kicked out of them, and that made me feel good. Um you know, it was nice to see. I haven't seen any other scores. I haven't really cared to see any other scores, um, to be honest. I, I do care, but I haven't really looked. Um, I don't know who even played 
early games today. So on the AFC side. So um, anyway, um, I would just say keep your eyes open and uh, watch out because the deadline's coming up and I think things are going to change pretty quick. I think we're going to see some things coming, you know, so yeah. with that being said, um, uh, you got anything else, bro? Nah, man, I'm just saying, hey, guys, I understand these losses hurt, but one thing I always have told myself is, look, at the end of the day, if the Chiefs win, great. If they lose, I still got to go to work tomorrow. So, yep, yep. AP knows this. So, just don't try to let the loss dictate your mood because sports is very wishy-washy. You think yes, one day it, it can be you on cloud lot nine, and the next day you at the bottom of the dump. So, yep. just put your faith into something else in the day and just – no, it'll be all right, regardless of what happens. That's just, that's the truth. I mean, it is what it is. You know, you just got to change. Uh, you just got to know that this is, a, you know, we got we still have the best quarterback in football. I know he doesn't look like it right now, but we do. And we still have arguably the best head coach in football. And things will get turned around. It's just going to take a little bit of changes, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just it. Um, with that being said, that's all we got. We will talk to you again Thursday and uh, have a Oh, we got a giveaway coming up. We're going to put it out hopefully tonight. Should we, should we though, man? I mean, some of the fans were a little mean this time. Nah, we, we should, we should. Nah. Let's brighten up Chiefs Kingdom. Let's do it. No, nah, we got to brighten them up, man. And plus it's a good giveaway on a good day for that particular giveaway. So let's give, let's do that one tonight because we got to do it tonight anyway, because of what the day is. So uh, we'll put that one out tonight. Um, I'll get this show aired fairly quickly and uh but you guys got to listen to the show um for the code word what do you want to make the code word dude lightning code word lightning code word lightning all right that's the code word lightning so kayla went through a tornado warning so we're gonna call it lightning <laughs> it wasn't fun seeing the cheese lose and look out the window like, oh no, what's gonna happen? So, yep. But yep. Everything works out. So it does. All right, guys. Well, uh listen to the show and uh code word again, lightning, and uh we will talk to you Thursday. Peace out. See you next time, Cheese Kingdom. God bless. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.